Welcome to I Am Divine, mastering your intuition with psychic mediums and spiritual psychology coaches and science of mind practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter. And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire. We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I am. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, the podcast, the space where we awaken the divine badass within. Yes. On today's episode, we will be diving deep into the subtle and mystical ways our departed loved ones communicate with us through signs and symbols. Now, this may be a comforting touch, a familiar scent, or an unexplained coincidence, but regardless of the method, our departed loved ones continue to validate their presence and connection with us. Now, Paula, I know being a medium, you must have a catalog of signs and symbols, but do you remember what some of your very first signs and symbols were? Well, I think for me, when I started, I was more channeling. I wasn't doing the mediumship stuff. And it was another probably almost 20 years before I started doing the mediumship stuff. But mm-hmm. whether it is a guide or it is a spirit loved one on the other side, I guess the way that these signs and symbols come through, it'll come through in so many different ways from so many different beings to start with. So for me, I think some of my earliest stuff was just that empath stuff. I always refer to them as the spidey, you know, spidey senses, the tinglies. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of it would come through my physical frame, especially as a channel, as my guides would step in. So things like, you know, as strange as it may sound like just lightheadedness, literally tingling in the body. Mm-hmm. It's just like a sense like there's somebody standing, standing behind me, you know, all different things like this that were coming through the senses. So it wasn't necessarily, here's a symbol in my mind. And as I say that, they're correcting me. <laughs> um yeah, they just brought me to one that I used to use. When I was first starting, I used to picture in my mind what I call a weather vane. So mm-hmm. it would have, you know, you think it would be a weather vane, north, south, east, west, and you'd have these directional arrows or pointers. Mm-hmm. That was something that they were telling me to kind of hold in my mind. So if I was going to ask a question about something, especially if it's like a yes, no, is this a good thing or bad thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And if it was a good decision, I would see this weather vane, it would point directly in one direction. And if it wasn't the right thing for me, then it would waver. It would swing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I love it. So that was a really simple way that they started communicating outside of the tools that I was using just to begin to start using the trust in my mind, in the symbology. So that weather vane was that thing that I would picture and use if I had a question or wanted guidance or information. It was a very simple thing that I can imagine. And then just allowing and trusting whatever information was going to come through from that. I like how you said the tools that they were using, because it's like, it's just that reminder that spirit works with us in so many different ways, and they want to validate their presence in however we're going to receive it. And so there's so many different ways that they will do that, whether it's through through these signs and symbols, right? Yeah. In the case that I used, this was something that they said, hey, we want you to work with this. So it wasn't just a symbol. Well, I guess it was a symbol that popped in the head, but it was a tool that they said, here's what we want you to do. And this is how you're going to use it. So then I had something I could use. So to me, it's a little bit different than say a loved one. I remember a time 
when I was doing some channeling and I had this scent, this beautiful, beautiful aroma of almost like a perfume, but it was more flowery mm -hmm. and it was there for a few minutes and then it was gone. Yeah. So for me, again, it was more from guides. I was trying to connect him with some high guides and it was uh, a form of validation and I just mm -hmm. had to trust it. And it was interesting because my mom was there too. And she's like, do you smell that? So she actually smelt it too. Really? Eh? It was literally physically in the room. So yeah, it was really kind of cool. That's fascinating because when you think about it, it's like it, it goes back to the clairs that they use. You know, there's all these different clairs that they're using. And I've only smelled, to be honest, I've only smelled the cigarette smoke related to one spirit. But there's so many other ways. Like I know I have specific, I guess, signs or symbols that I have with my loved ones who are in spirit right now. Like I know my mom, she loved owls when she was here in the physical form. So when I see an owl... I know that that is my mom. I also know that when I hear a song that she would blare music when she was cleaning the house. And so when I hear one of those songs, whether it's Cher, salt and Peppa, it's like she had like a certain playlist that she would play. I know that that's my mom as well. So there's so many different ways that our loved ones will show up and let us know that they are around because they want to be able to one, validate that there's life on the other side, that they are still part of your life, whether here in the physical or not. It's almost to me, I'm like, when you see a sign or a symbol, it's like a beautiful hug that is given to you to help you heal in this process of losing them. Because, you know, again, it's that validation that you're not alone they're not completely gone. They're still with you and will always be with you. Yeah. You know, when I was first starting, I didn't have a lot of loved ones on the other side, you know, great grandparents and things like that, but I didn't really have anyone that was a close connection. So again, for me, it was more from signs and symbols from a guide perspective than spirit, mm -hmm. because I really didn't have those connections. But it yeah. is interesting. I think that was one of the not harder things, but I had to start to learn from a mediumship perspective is signs and symbols. Because- yeah. Spirit doesn't always speak, you know, in here's a sentence, let me just bring this forward. A lot of times yeah. it's through a sign or symbol, whereas a guide and, and as a channel, I can get into a certain trance state and just let the whole sentences come forward. Mm -hmm. So now that I do mediumship, I'll get a combination of those sentences, but a lot yeah. of times it is just a simple sign. Yeah, and me too. <laughs> it can be so personal to an individual. And this is why it's so important to pay attention to those signs and symbols. I use example of a dream book. Depending on the author, the symbols may mean different things because it is very much relative to the individual. It'll always come forward in a way that that person will understand and have that trigger back to, as you said, spirit, a loved one, or guide as well. I know for me, again, reading, one of the other ones I used to have, as strange as it, as it sounds, is I ha I'd have that copper taste in my mouth. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, represented blood. So when I was reading at different times, when I got that taste and my metallic taste, I knew automatically that someone had passed from a real, you know, tragic way, right? Yeah. That perspective. So it's amazing. As you said, it comes back to the Claire's, you know, all the different senses playing a part in receiving the information. Yeah. But it's also, like you said, too, it's specific to the individual. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. I do find, though, like, do you find when it comes to spirit guides that, it, like you said, it's not so much 
signs and symbols, but it is that spiritual guidance. It is the message behind it. Like it's not trying to validate, you know, the existence. It's like, let's bring you some spiritual guidance. Let's help you on your journey and support you the best that they can or we can, I would say. (laughs) Yeah. And it definitely is. It it comes through in in a different way for sure. Because when I think of a guide or a high guide, I mean, they have love for humanity and they are here to assist humanity. So they're no nonsense, straight shooters. They speak the truth. But when I first started learning channeling, they did use symbols as well. So I'd get the symbol of a kitchen. Okay. So now I know that that symbol represents somebody who liked to cook or bake, really good cooker, baker. And Uh it also represents strong family ties, family being very important, right? Uh Um, The other one was just breathe. That was a term I started hearing when I started channeling too. And I'm like, well, what the hell does that mean? Because I'm breathing, you know? But what I recognized after writing it down and keeping track and paying attention, right? Hindsight's twenty twenty, and the understanding sometimes of science. And I understood that that represented someone who was in stress and anxiety. Because when our bodies are in that state, we do not breathe appropriately. We literally shallow breathe. So now in sessions, doing this work for almost 30 years, they can just give me this, I'll hear the just breathe, or I'll just see the kitchen. So they will do the same thing because it's a lot easier, faster to communicate through a sign or symbol versus, hey, go a little deeper. Let me give you this sentence so you can just bring it forward. It really is a whole new language. It is a new way of learning whether to connect with your loved ones or with your guides, but it's it's a different language. One thing that I love about all the signs and symbols that our loved ones give us is not only is it the validation of life on the other side, like for me, it really showed me that there is more to this world or more to this life than just this physical form. And so there's more after we pass. And so it really kind of took away that fear of death. So I, I don't know if you found the same thing or if you've kind of always been you know, comfortable with it. But for me, it was like, this is just part of the journey. But I always say, when I pass, I'm going home. I'm going to be reconnected with those loved ones. It's going to be a big party. <laughs> yeah. And I was the same. I say, I know without a shadow of a doubt that there is something there. What I would usually say is I'm not too thrilled about the dying process, but death itself does not scare me because I know there's something there. Yeah. But this work, this communication helped me come to a place of peace with that concept of death too. And I think we live in a society that people really struggle with that sense, right? They're gone. They're not here, but they are. I mean, they are always with us. Everything is energy and spirit guide, whatever is still energy. I think that brings us back to the most important part of these signs and these symbols is that believing that it is a sign or a symbol from your loved one, because often what will happen, you know, you hear from clients, even Frig, you know, I tested it when I first started all this was you want a sign or a symbol from your loved one and then you actually get it and you're like, well, I don't believe it. Yeah, right. It's like, okay, well, no, that can't be it. That's a coincidence. So my mentor taught me to really put out there something so crazy and ridiculous that when you do see it, it's going to be like, "Mm, okay, I accept that and I believe it. And I think that's something that's really important is that when you ask for a sign or a symbol, that when you do receive it, claim it have that gratitude. Thank you so much. I see it. Send me more because I'm ready for it and really be in that gratitude of of seeing it. Yeah. Validation. I mean, that is key. Recognizing yeah. it and say, thank you very much. Because then they're on the other side going, woohoo. They understood, right? Yeah. I have this yeah. connection now. I always tell my clients how important it is to say, thank you. I know you're here. I love you. Whatever that is when they get the sign. And I know it's easy to say, don't get stuck in your head about it. 
you know, to yeah. press that first thing that comes forward because it is important. And those signs and symbols will speak to us every single day of our lives if we choose to stop and listen and pay attention and trust it. I always find too, like sometimes the client will ask, you know, they'll say, oh, well, you say like a dime for an example. I found a dime. Is that a message from from my, you know, from my loved one? Or say, say, is that a message from my mom? Well, okay, here's the thing. I want to say 90% of the time it is, but even if it isn't, even if it is say a coincidence, if you connect that dime with your loved one who has already parted, they are going to say they connect that dime to me. So I'm going to like, I'm just seeing like that whole money thing, right? Where you're like putting out the money. They're going to start to use that as a symbol to connect with you, to give you that validation. You know what I mean? Like my mom, I said, you know, in the, in the beginning, she loved owls. So every time I saw an owl, I thought of my mom. And when you think of your loved one, they're with you in that moment, right? So she knows that, you know, that is how I connect with her. That is how I think of her. So she sends me owls all the time. So when you are doubting if it's something from your loved one, one claim it yes it is and two it gives your loved one that knowing that that's going to be their sign and symbol for you and start to look for it even more yeah and it's it, that's so beautifully put how it is just claiming it whether it is a fact or not if your brain goes there again here's the energy going out your loved one goes hey they're thinking about me they step forward and they're there yeah. i guess i want to say it's the same thing it's different and yet it's the same yeah and I think something that's important to understand too is everybody has the ability to do this. Yeah. Everybody. It truly is trusting. And as you said, Kim, I can ask for a specific sign or symbol from my loved one for that validation. But again, mm -hmm. higher beings and guides, they'll speak to us all the time with this. That little voice in your head that says, do this or don't do that, that can be coming from a higher power. And mm -hmm. it's so important that we listen to it. You know, how many stories have you heard? Oh, I was going to get on a plane, but something told me it wasn't the right thing. So I didn't. And the plane goes down. You know, yeah. so it, it isn't just here's this, I'm going to have the symbol of this plane crashing, but it, it can come in through that emotional aspect within ourselves that say something doesn't feel right. So there's so right. many ways that we can receive signs and symbols. It doesn't just have to be an image. Again, going back to the clairs, a scent, mm -hmm. a taste, a touch, you know, whatever that is, there's so many ways to communicate. And our job, the best thing we can do is learn to pay attention not second guess it and your journal becomes your best friend let's document it yes i use the term lexicon you think of a map you have this little legend on the sideline that says a road is this and a highway is this it's the same thing the more that we begin to write them down through the experiences we have something we can go back to and then your loved ones and guides just like what you said kim oh when i see this i know this is that and so yeah. they repeatedly use that sign because then they know that you un have the understanding of what that represents. So yeah. as far as communication or intuition, it begins to improve it because I have the trust and I know what the symbol is. So they'll drop those symbols very quickly because I can perceive it in a much faster fashion. I think too, it's important to note that the more you start to accept and trust those symbols that are coming through, the faster the communication is going to come through, the more often it's going to come through. Because it's again, it's like you're speaking their language, and you're getting it right. So it, it does become a conversation over time. Yeah. And I think it's natural at first, we do go to that place of doubt. Was it just a of course. coincidence? Was it my imagination? 
But the more, like I said, you work with it, then it becomes second nature. You no longer second guess it. And as you said, Kim, things move faster. So I can be out shopping or something. And, you know, my husband can tell by the tilt of my head, I'm getting information. Actually, my sister did that to me the other night when I was looking at something. I guess I tilted my head a certain way. And she goes, what are they, what are they saying to you? I do that to you too. <laughs> right. So it's, it's really kind of cool. I mean, we have our tails in our body, but you know, it'll come all the time. It isn't just, yeah. let me sit down and do this work and I'm going to get the sign. You know, I can have that communication 24-7, whether it's a guide or a loved one. But I also think, too, it's really important to note that it's not just for the validation. Like you said, it's for that spiritual guidance. And so if you are open to receiving it, you are connecting to that wisdom that is really looking out for your highest good. That's trying to lead you to a path that's going to be everything that you, you dream of and want, right? Yeah. So it really is going back to the trusting of, okay, I feel it. It's almost like I feel it. I'm acknowledging it. And now I'm going to take action towards it. Exactly. And that's why I always look at it as kind of two sides. We can have our signs and symbols from a loved one that is there to say, I'm with you. I got your back, you know, just having that reminder. But yeah. for me, because I work so much with the higher guides, that when I get that stuff, that is from a personal perspective for me that's going to help me better my life. Yeah. Right. So it truly is guidance from the other side, from higher beings that love us that, you know, at the end of the day, we have free will and choice whether we're going to follow through or listen. Mm -hmm. But if we make the choice to do so, those signs will come all the time. Hey, you should do this. Oh, this doesn't feel right. How many times have we heard that, right? This doesn't feel right. Trust it. It comes faster. It becomes much more a factor in your life, everyday thing. It is your intuition. It is the language of your intuition. And, you know, it's that, like I said, it's that inner guidance. Yeah, why it's so important. And mm -hmm. one thing I want to bring up too, especially if you're looking at this from the perspective of moving more into, say, psychic work or mediumship or things like that, it's important to understand when we talk about signs or symbols that there are times where a symbol can be what I call literal or it can be symbolic. I can explain it if you think of your tarot deck and you have the tower and you see this thing crumbling and usually there's like lightning and thunder in the sky, whatever. So we can perceive that as, oh my God, it's a bad thing. Yeah. But we know that that card actually represents change, letting go of something and moving into something new. So it's important to understand those signs and symbols. If you're getting something that say it's a, it's a car crash, it doesn't necessarily mean that, hey, this person's going to have a car crash. It can, but it can also represent on a higher level saying, hey, if you keep going in this direction, you're going to hit the wall. You're going to have problems because you're not being in control. So, so important to recognize that because I think sometimes when people are just learning about signs and symbols, whatever comes forward, they take as a literal perspective and that can create fear. And it's so important to step back again. Here's the journal. Let me write it down, right? The more you do that, you'll really start to understand. And again, going from the aspect of someone who's coming in to do this as a reading and to work with clients is this is where you really have to build up that catalog and have that confidence that what you say, you might get a no back to you. They might say no or not necessarily take what you're saying. And so that's when it's like you can ask spirit to give it to you in a different way so that the client really understands what you're saying. And so in doing that, you're learning, like you said, you might get this tower and it might seem like this crumbling thing, but based off how spirit gives you a different way, how that client is understanding it, 
it kind of gives you, okay, well, I'm seeing it as this. So when you go into your next reading and you get that same kind of tower, you're going to be able to be like, okay, in my last reading, it meant this. So I'm going to bring that forward and see how it connects with my client this way. And that's literally how you build this language with spirit. Yeah. And that's that's exactly how it works is they give you the symbol at first. We don't know what it is. And like I said, me going from a channel to a medium, it took me a while to understand this. And having that, as you said, this here's my list of things, you know, signs or symbols. And once higher guide spirit, whatever, knows that this is the symbol for that, that's what they're going to use. So it becomes you know, I don't say second hat, so to speak, but it becomes just, you have that knowledge there. So symbol, 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 symbol. When you're reading pro professionally, they'll just give you them symbols. Absolutely. And that's it, right? It's it's just, it's a constant flow of symbols and mixed within a little bit of channeling where it's like, you know, I always say to my clients, sometimes it'll flow right through me and other times it's very choppy of signs and symbols. So it it literally is, you know, it's that balance between the two. Yeah. It depends on the session and the client and what's required. So I think it's just important, you know, to understand this is something everybody can use. It comes back to trust, comes back to creating that that journal or that lexicon, that list of signs and symbols. You can even ask or you can tell one of the things that, that I've done now as a, as a medium that I'm working with is I say, okay, if it's an illness, I want to see the symbol of a bed in a hospital. Mm -hmm. If it is an accident, I want to see, a, you know, a wrecked up car. If it yeah. is a suicide, I want to see a hangman's noose. And if it's a murder, I want to see a smoking gun. Yeah. So I kind of said to them going, these are the symbols that I want you to use so I can understand how you passed. Yes. You know, so it, part of it can be receiving what they give us, but you can also say, this is the symbol I'd like to have for this information. Yeah. It's right. claiming it, but it's you being the one who's claiming it saying, this is the symbol. Right. And I just wanted to make that clear for people too, if they're really learning to, you know, wanting to do this work, that you can kind of say, here's the symbols I'd like you to use as well. It can be a combination of both. So being able to really define what those symbols represent is so, so important if you want to move into this type of work from a professional perspective. But I love that. I never thought of it like that. Like I, I'm, I'm trying to think if I've actually done that with something, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but it does. It allows you to build that language based off your own signs and symbols. Because as a channel, like I said, everything was sentences. So it was yeah. more sentence-based and trust than a symbol. So when I started getting in with guide or sorry, with spirit and understanding there was so, so much symbology, you know, I had a huge learning curve that I had to try and jump on because I didn't know what, what they represented. So that's yeah. when I made a decision going, okay, help me to understand this. These are the ones I want you to use for these specific things. And they do. I mean, we're still working with that because this is a newer thing that I started thinking about and going, hey, this is what I'm putting up the request for. Yeah. So it works. It does. it does. I love it. I love it. So I guess at the end of the day, the biggest thing we want to bring forward to, you know, all of our listeners is out there is one, you're going to get signs and symbols, you know, to take the time to write them down so you can understand them. Three, you can ask for what symbols you're looking for. Four, trusting that intuition, trusting that deeper part of yourself that speaks to you, even if the head can't understand it in the moment. Because sometimes our, you know, that logical mind wants to play around with what we're getting. And that powerful imagination is such a wonderful tool that both spirit and guides will use to communicate with us. We just have to be open to receiving it. Mm -hmm. Beautifully said. Awesome. So I would encourage... 
you guys to, you know, as you go about this this week or even this month, really think about what you're receiving, what it can represent. I encourage you to write it down. Even just take a week, write this stuff down. And it's so empowering to go, hey, I am getting this. Hey, I don't have to second get this. Or yeah, I know my loved one's here because of these signs. And I think that helps us to feel more empowered. It helps us to feel happier. It can help with healing in our lives. So many, so many different areas. This brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining us during our conversation today on signs and symbols. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Divine. And as always, thank you for listening. If you enjoy our show, please rate our podcast and be sure to come back in our next episode where we are going to talk a little bit about why we're feeling a little bit lost. What's going on? I think I've seen a trend in a lot of clients where they're going, "Uh, I feel stuck. What's happening? So until then, this is Paula and Kim. And don't forget that you are a powerful I am divine badass. This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.iamdivine.ca.